Welcome to the Tabs and Tashi podcast. I'm your host, Abdul, with my co-host. Tashi here. Tashi. Today's a good day. Yeah, today's a good day. Yeah, feeling so. your energy pouring on me. Oh, like yeah? Like in a good way. Not <laughs> <bad> way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, we're in today. Today we're talking about AI, artificial in, um, intelligence. God damn it, I'm with <laughs> energy. Artificial <laughs> intelligence yeah, artificial by Steven Stilberg. Yeah. Um, would you say also um, Kubrick too? Would you say he's on it? Or would you just say it's a... Um, Spielberg movie. What would you say? Uh, I just I'd say Spielberg movie, but with like definitely the Kubrick helped out on it, right? I would say it's a Kubrick movie that was given to Spielberg yeah. to finish up. That's true. But Kubrick, it's so weird, right? Before we go into the movie, just to talk yeah. a little bit about it, like apparently it took twenty years. Like he was working on it for twenty yeah. years. Kubrick, because technology wasn't there, right? It wasn't there, right? And then he saw like I think it was like Jurassic Park or something, and he's like, oh. Maybe it is possible. Maybe it's possible. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. But yeah, this is a really good movie. It's like a futuristic movie about what could be with AI. I'm I'm sure probably any um engineering student that is or computer science student probably was watched this movie as like, you know what, I want Dude, there should be a research. Maybe after people watch these movies, yeah, they wanted to be like software engineers or something. Probably that happened. Yeah, dude, this is a this is a film that they show in uh like our school, like in, El- in elementary really? school and high school for like religion classes or I, I, I had <laughs> friends that it's like you, you watch like different movies, but this is like one of them. A lot of my friends are like, I was talking to about it. They're like, yeah, we watched it in, in high school, Tashi. And I'm like, I don't remember watching this one. But like, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's got a lot of deep themes and stuff, I guess. So yeah. That's why. All right, wait. So like I was saying, like, I think it's a movie that should, should be watched. Like you were saying, um, sorry, I got cut there. You were showing you this at school yeah they were it was like one why of the, though i think uh because of i'm pretty sure it was like a religion or english class they would show it for like our religion <laughs> dude i, I don't That's know weird. i find that actually i think some of the moral s- stuff and everything like that mm. and i guess like yeah there's a lot of interesting themes that you can explore yeah self-identity and and and, and yeah all right so you want to give us a synopsis then we get into it yeah for sure yeah um but- so yeah, this is AI Artificial Intelligence, directed by Steven Spielberg. So the film is kind of uh, reminiscent of the Pinocchio story. Yep. Um, but instead of a marionette, we have a robotic child. Um, and the robotic child is played by Haley Joel Osment. Best, ac- best child actor ever, Yeah. in my personal opinion. That'll be a debate. I think <laughs> we'll talk about That's it. definitely a debate. Um, but he's really special in this case because... This is the first child robot manufactured. Um, so currently, like, uh, it's a bit of a post-apocalyptic world. There's, like, climate change, rising sea levels, and um, it's hard for humans. So there's these uh, human-looking robots that are only adults so far yeah. that are, like, Pretty already... to work for people, right? Yeah, they're already yeah. populating the yeah. world. But uh, David is kind of special in that... He's the first robot that's also created with emotions. 
um, and the ability to love programmed emotions, programmed emotions. Um, but yeah, so then this boy, David is adopted by a family, uh, Monica and Henry, um, whose organic son child is in like a state of like self suspension. He's got like Maybe a like disease coma or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. 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 Isn't there, is it really explained? I don't think it's explained. It's kind of just like very subtly explained. Yeah, but he's in like in this, um, how would you say like ice? Then yeah, he's like, in, he's like in some kind of like incubation. Incubator, I wasn't yeah. say that, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> I should say that, but yeah, yeah. So uh, David kind of just gets officially adopted by this family, and mm. it's like imprinted into him that he's programmed for this family. And then we kind of just follow David um, in this story of like personal acceptance and human condition and all these kind of moral things. Um. But yeah, it just kind of goes from there. The family's dealing with the grief of their own son, so they're trying to get used to the first robotic child. Yeah. So yeah, I think we should go back to the beginning and how it starts. So it's pretty much this um, professor yep. who wants to build AIs, or he builds AIs already, and yep. he's showing this class, or in, you could probably say investors, about this idea of having robot kids, you know, AI kids yeah. to help families because they were having a problem with pregnancy, right? He yeah, yeah, yeah. tells you that there's a low pregnancy rate. Yeah. And, um, so they decide to make um, robot kids that can love and dream, you know? Mm-hmm. And I found a very good line where someone asked him, like, well, uh, the black lady in the movie, she said, yeah. well, what if humans don't repis- um, how do you pronounce reciprocate, it? Reciprocate kind of that love. The same love to the yeah. robot. And he said a really good line. Uh, now I get why there's the religion in, in c- indications or or why your, your school said you should watch that movie because mm-hmm. there's a lot of religious reference from the bible too yeah so the the thing he says is like when god made adam he made him to love him like it's i'm paraphrasing but yeah, yeah. pretty much the idea was that god made adam to so adam would love him yeah so he's using the same idea that okay i'm making him to love us we don't have to show that yet Mm-hmm. But eventually, God loves you because in in the Bible it says God loves us too, right? That's why He made us. Yeah, so yeah. I, f- I found that a bit deep. Did you did you get that same feeling with that statement or at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, for sure. I I really yeah. The one thing when she says like yeah, can a human love a robot? Yeah, it's pretty deep because like, uh, it's it's not it's not another human. It's it's very strange. Like you can love certain like inanimate objects and stuff, but like mm-hmm. to really love something, love something. like a like a parent and a child. So yeah, the movie starts off like right off the bat. Like you're just like thrown into this oh, world. They tell you about it, and uh, yeah, then yeah, it goes. With it. Yeah. So then it goes to the family Henry and Monica, who yeah. are having this issue where their son is an incubator. incubator. Yeah, good. I'm so bad at work. <laughs> Incubator, yeah. Thank you. You be my yeah. dictionary. Um, Martin <laughs> is the, the organic son. Martin, yeah. Yeah, he's in, he's in that. And um, at the moment, Monica's going through this emotions where she's not happy. And yeah, yeah. Fortunately, her husband, Harry, is working in the same industry as a Yeah, part professor. of the Cybertronics. Cybertronic yeah. industry. And then he, they pick him to be the first family. Be the first family to have this kid. And they bring David over. And yeah. right from the bat, Maybe because it's um, Steven, the director. Maybe he made he wanted to make it creepy. Yeah. But the whole like David at the beginning is really creepy. Like he, yeah. you, you sense it. Like, I mean, and maybe that's the idea of how a robot will be in the yeah. future, where they don't have any emotions, they don't understand yeah. the human intelligence of like, okay, 
you're going too far. He's just like, tell me to do this, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm programmed to love you, so I'm just going to love you anyhow, you know, yeah. whether you're uncomfortable with it or you're comfortable with it. Yeah, and, like, the whole intro is, like, David's just, like, a real kid. He, like, doesn't know anything. He's just, like, learning, following what the parents do. Yeah. Yo, did you catch the introduction of David when uh, they introduced him opening the door and then the light figure? And it's just, like, it, you see the light figure and it's just, like, a long, skinny yeah. kind yeah. of... So it's, like, reference to the yeah, alien? it's foreshadowing thing? the future. Mm-hmm. That David might be the first... I didn't click so, on that. that yo, good. that, that, that was, was, like, I was, like, dude, what is going on with this light thing? Like, why is he, like... <laughs> I just thought it was some blurry. You know how aliens yeah. look? Yeah, they're always blurry yeah, and stuff. So, but yeah, so... Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Uh, no, that was really cool. But um, the trick to the robot, too, I guess the most important part is that if you say a certain code to this to David, mm-hmm. he's going to love you unconditionally. Like he's going to be attached to the mother. Yeah. I don't know why they picked the mom, not the dad, or both parents, but it seems like, okay, maybe it's whoever says it because the dad yeah. didn't say it. Yeah. So maybe because Monica said it, David gets unconditionally attached to yeah. Monica and wants to. Do everything in his programming mind to make sure she loves him. Yeah, and that's like the big catch of the movie too, because like once you do that, like David's like imprinted and programmed for Monica. Forever. So if he gets returned, they can't reprogram him. Yeah, He's gonna destroy just him. Destroy him. Yeah. Destroy so that him. foreshadow like some like yeah. scary stuff that could happen, and it kind of yeah. Begins. So then Monica. Obviously, eventually, bit by bit, starts liking. Um, yeah, she adjusts. Right? Yeah, for sure. Although there's some weird, uncomfortable part. Remember the part where she's in the washroom? Bathroom, and it's like, yeah. oh, now I found you because they're having like, a, a hide little hide and seek thing. Yeah. Game. And it's weird. And as she starts to like him, he gets to a point where, you know, it's all conditional. So she's going out for a party. Yeah. And she uses some perfume. So he wants to be like her so much because she likes her perfume too. Yeah. So he goes and uses the whole thing, puts yeah. some expensive perfume. Yeah. And then she finds out, but she's. At that moment, she's liking David. Yeah. So she decides to go give David her kid's toy yeah. called Teddy. Teddy, yeah, the super toy. The That's super, not really yeah, super so toy. super anymore. And I uh, do you know who voiced Teddy? I didn't let you catch that. I don't remember. But did you, uh, dude, that was uh, a cool part when Teddy, at the st- even at the very start, he's like, yo, I'm not a toy. Like yeah, I'm not a toy. <laughs> so there's all like all the characters they have, like especially the the robotic characters, like what their identity, like who they are, like do they have like emotions and stuff? So yeah. I thought that was really funny when t- like Teddy's just like, yeah, I'm not a toy, like a, <laughs> and he's very important to the so story that's overall. Jack Angel. Oh, okay. And Jack Angel has done movies like Voltron. <laughs> so he's like a voice actor. Yeah, he's a voice Pretty actor. Pretty much a voice actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing some um, Transformers stuff, Yo. Superman stuff. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of cartoon stuff, voice acting stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a legend. Sorry yeah. if we don't know you. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Tashi knows. I did not know this guy. But yeah, Teddy's an amazing addition to the movie. I yeah. think he just puts the balance of, it almost feels like, to me, like a guiding angel. Like, yeah, he yeah. doesn't do much, but he's... He's he's always he's, there. He's always there. Yeah, Always yeah. there to help you, whether you like him or don't like him. He'll yeah, always yeah, be yeah. there. So, yeah, David gets... um Just so we skip scenes a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He gets Teddy. He builds a connection with Teddy. Then eventually, um, the real kid comes back, right? Yeah, Martin is cured. Martin is cured. And, and back. Yeah, that's when some conflict 
yeah. starts to occur in the family, you know. Yeah. And it's and I think it just shows the natural structure of how kids are. Kids are honest, right? Yeah. So he comes, he sees another kid, and he's jealous. He's like, oh, my mom is giving you attention, loving you, and holding you. Yeah. Um. Nope, this is not going to happen. And yeah. he starts being a bit mean. Yeah. Just, he's just following his natural instincts of, like, jealousy, anger. Yeah. And, and he's, yeah. he's the older brother, right? So yeah, he's got no, to, no. like, kind of challenge... And um, he does say some like, you know, he calls Me, him a doll yeah, and everything like that. Uh, yeah. And David does just accepting everything, right? He's, mm-hmm. He pretty much compares David to Teddy. Yeah. But at that point, David thinks he's better than, than um, Teddy because yeah. he sees himself higher, right? Yeah. And there's the funny scene where they're having spinach. Oh my god. He sees Martin eating spinach. He's like, I'm gonna eat more than you yeah. and 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 just as a heads up, like David can't eat he's like a robot, so yes. he can't <laughs> eat real food. So all he does is like mimic like the fork movements. Yeah. But this time he like sees Martin eating and Martin's kind of sh- like showing that, oh I can eat, but you can't. Can't, yeah. And then he starts eating and like has like a semi stroke on the <laughs> yeah. side of his face and it that just was creepy. Yeah, it scary. was freaky, yeah. But then he moves to the part where so after that scene, Martin's definitely at that point jealous of um david yeah. because david goes in for a repair and the mom is really concerned even mm-hmm. though it's a robot and it just shows the human empathy right yeah. I, I think they didn't use men for some reason I, I i think it was probably a good idea not to use that um, uh, using a man to have that kind of connection yeah, yeah maybe a woman can portray that more the connection between a mom and a child yeah yeah for sure so it was a really it was really good so then as I said, David was having this operation and Martin's there and seeing his mom holding David and she I think he says, I love you. Yeah. yeah. Or something and like, like that. Oh, he says like, yeah, don't worry, mom. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. Don't worry, mom. And it doesn't hurt. Yeah. So Martin gets home and then pretty much plots that. That's so smart for a kid to do that, to think about it and be like, oh yeah, you know what? I know what to do. So I did send you away. Yeah. Go cut off my mom's hair. Yeah, while and, she's sleeping, and, and that will make you—is it that will make you a real boy, or that'll make her love you more? Yeah. Sorry, that'll make you. So he does that, yeah. gets in trouble, but Monica lets it slide, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, but that's yeah. when like the father kind of really starts turning Being on. Concerned, yeah. And like, like, okay, we have our real son back. Can we send this away now? Yeah, and then it all kind of culminates in the birthday party, when Martin is having his own birthday party, and he's with all of his like real friends that are real kids. And they start playing with David and, and they get to a point where they're going to cut him and yeah. see if he how he reacts because yeah. he's so lifelike. Again, it, it depicts how kids are. Kids are just, they're run by emotions at that age. So they're being mean to him. Like, hey, you are not real. Yeah. And it, like you said, they're about to cut him. Yeah. Sorry for cutting you out. Nah. <laughs> no pun intended. But he goes to, <laughs> the kids are trying to cut him to show him that like, to see if he can feel pain. Yeah. And the really cool thing is that he goes to the big brothers, like, hey, yeah. protect me, like, save me. or, And you can go ahead with that other part of what happens after. Yeah. If you want. But it is actually nice because at that part, there is, like, parts where Martin's like, yo, guys, cut it out. Yeah. Like, he actually acts like a big brother. So there is that thing, like, there is a brotherly connection between them where he, like, teases them, of course. But, like, if he gets bullied, he kind of tries to protect them. But then uh, David kind of goes a little bit too defensive grabs Martin around the arms and kind of slips into the pool and they're both drowning. He doesn't want to let him go. He doesn't want to let him go. He's like afraid and just hopes that his brother will protect him. And then as they drown, the parents jump in and they save Martin, of course, and they leave David David to drown. And who's the other person or who's the only thing that comes to David's side? Teddy. Teddy. 
Yeah. And that's why I was like, he's a guiding angel. He just comes and is like, okay, we are like, I'm going to come here. Yeah. But then that just changes the whole story because then David has to be sent away because he all yeah. to be sent to go to be destroyed pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think this is like, and this is where like the first portion of the film kind of culminates this nice little kind of family dynamic where Monica takes David for a drive. Back to Cybertronics, obviously. To get destroyed. To get destroyed. And as partway there, she kind of realizes, like, I don't think I can go through with this. She stops in, like, the forest and tries to just uh, drop David off. Um, But David kind of is going through this whole process of understanding, like, oh, man, like, why why doesn't she love me anymore and all Mm -hmm. this? And so she just kind of has to just force David away push him away and just drive away kind of crying and says like, yo, don't go this way. Don't go that way. Yeah. Don't trust humans. You're going to destroy. And then she hits him with the, yo, I wish I could have showed you the world. <laughs> and that's kind of sad because he didn't really, he doesn't know anything. Yeah, doesn't he literally anything. knows nothing. He's like a kid. So I think that's why it, um, it's pretty much the same story as Pinocchio, but just in the future. Because mm-hmm. Pinocchio was pretty much made in a shop, right? Yeah. And then goes and explores the world and meets the fox and just has a bad time. But pretty much that's when the story of, I think, Pinocchio starts. And I think we skipped an important part because Martin did pick a book, right? Yeah. The Pinocchio book and pretty much um, said, what did he say? He said, um, David's going to enjoy this one. Yeah. He's pretty much just rubbing it and yeah. trying to like show him like, yeah, you're a doll. This yeah. is like... Something just came to my mind. And that foreshadowing. You know the scene where uh, Martin gives David a toy or I think David's holding a toy heli- helicopter mm-hmm. and he's like oh this is not a toy they break easily and in the future he does then drive a pretty much the same helicopter right yeah wow I forgot about that yeah, yeah. that's true yeah shoot okay so, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah we, we kind of went to the future a little bit a little bit it's exact I mean I think it's it fits the idea of the movie yeah and we're just kind of things. wrapping up the first part of the film. yeah so I think that's probably the first what 30 minutes you say 30, yeah 45 at minutes? least like the first portion of the film yeah first portion of the movie and then it goes into the part where now David has his own adventure to try and figure out his, yeah it's just he has left everything behind he's no longer going to yeah. see his mom and yeah he doesn't Martin he's Aaron. totally alone except Only for with Teddy. Teddy yeah Teddy. and <laughs> I think she's also done with Teddy and yeah, I think because Martin had already like kind of detached himself. Yeah, from like you're old, you're yeah. no Give, And he gave it to uh, David. So, yeah. and at this point, now the only thing that David has going for him is this: uh, the story of Pinocchio and the Blue Fairy. Yes. So that's like the only to make thing, him a real boy. That's the only thing that gives him a hope to keep going. So the whole idea is that now his adventure is like: if I become a real boy and I come back to my mom, she will love me now, right? So yeah. that's when the whole thing starts. Mm-hmm. Um, that. Well, that's when the whole thing starts. So then he goes on this adventure. He meets, uh, would you say that misfits, like robots that people don't want anymore? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I found so ironic that she kind of pissed me off a little bit? The whole idea of the movie was like climate change happened, right? Mm-hmm. But the humans were not recycling anything they were throwing. They were just dumping things. And at first when I saw the robot coming to pick it up, then I realized, oh, they're not really here to like fix that part. It's just to dump it. And the other robots too are killed and destroyed, sorry, and just thrown away. So they're not actually yeah. being um, productive to stop what happened to yeah. earlier, right? Yeah, I think that also is um, very uh, obvious 
as we go on when you see like the dilemma between robots and humans and like the clash of them and like how humans and robots, if they work together, they could probably accomplish so many like great things, but there's like this huge rift. Yeah, there's um, a huge line. I think, like you said, Jude Law's character would yeah. definitely expose why probably humans can't really do that because of the inevitable, right? Yeah. So uh, I think, yeah, after that, it's... uh. So, yeah. So, where do we go from here? Okay, so... Where do we go? He... There's this group of people, right? Yeah. Pretty much, I would call them, they don't like robots. They're just against the idea that, like, this... Yeah. Maybe I'll say the government, because they have high funded. This rich, yeah. upper-class people are trying to produce robots to take over humans. And they, I guess because of that, they don't like the robots. So, they come along, and David's in the pack of, I'll say, misfit robots that are no longer needed. Yeah, so they have, um, like, uh, there's these misfit robots that are kind of robots that are on the loose that aren't having, like, a real function anymore. Yeah. They're, like, older kind of models. They're broken apart and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. missing parts. So David falls in with them, and there's also, when Jude Law is introduced as Gigolo Joe, oh, which is kind of... Oh, we kind of skipped that part a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Gigolo right? Joe is kind of like um, like a, a sex, sex robot. robot yeah, he's a sex robot. And uh, he, he kind of... like twin his neck. Yeah, and he plays the music, yeah. and it's like seducing people but uh gigolo joe kind of finds himself in part of a, a murder yeah and he becomes kind of an outlawed robot as well so he has to be on the run as well and eventually gigolo joe david and all these misfits get captured and put into what they call the flesh fair yeah flesh fair where it's uh humans just straight up destroying robots robot. um and i think that's remorse. a very important part of the movie just to yeah. give you the dynamic of how humans can be when turn to the other side right yeah and they play it up too with uh david um, speaking with the different robots like the nurse robot like being so kind to david helping him out um there's other portions where the one robot even says like i'm a, i'm a new model i was like the first model of my kind yeah, my kind like i'm like the new that be antique or something yeah <laughs> and then uh he just ends up getting like melted, melted yeah robots getting torn apart and it's very like um scary it's like some kind of like coliseum yeah. stuff i yeah. guess they're just having they're enjoying the fact and i mean there's a good line so eventually they're all captured right mm -hmm. so they're trying to go destroy david mm -hmm. and again you guys should watch the movie because we're skipping a lot of a scenes little, that, yeah. that could probably be more important though you would like to see so anyway he gets captured and he's about to get destroyed yep. and there's a very good line that um the i can't remember his name exactly do you remember the, the ring the ringleader or the, the person that captures them um the lord he's called lord johns yeah yeah played by brandon gleason, brandon yeah, gleason. Yeah. Right. oh yeah so he then is making a speech a speech to the people that this is not a real boy like look at how they're making kids to try and replace yeah. real kids. And so the whole idea of the festival is just destroying robots because we don't like robots. Yeah, because humans like are afraid that they're that going to get replaced. Those, those, those people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So then he's getting destroyed and he says a really good line. And again, it's from the Bible. Let him without sin, which is instead of sin, let him without sin cast for stone because the true stone yeah the true i don't know if it's stone or like packs have, like, of stuff yeah they have like these little baggy things, the baggy that, things to that they hit the targets to melt these robots, robots. Like, crazy. and he pretty much gives us a statement but because he's a kid you know he's like yeah. let me go i'm a real boy i'm a real boy and yeah. he's like oh that's a real kid and pretty much the people start turning on the ring leader, yeah. on the ring leader instead 
And then that's how David escapes the yeah. scenario, right? Yeah, when so Adam David Yeah, David escapes with Gigolo Joe and Gigolo Joe kind of is feels indebted to David. So mm. this is when David and Gigolo Joe and Teddy are kind of on their adventure together. And it's them three. Um, and Gigolo Joe has uh, know-how of the world, which David doesn't. Doesn't, yeah. And introduces him to the idea of going to Rouge City to find uh, the Blue Fairy. Pretty much a sex city. <laughs> yeah, pretty much a sex city because he's like, there's women there. That's yeah. what, and he. And that's what he's programmed to do. Yeah, so pretty much they, they get there by just like tell, selling the idea to of some teenage kids. Some teenage kids, and they drive in there. And this is when they meet, um, they go to Dr. No. No, we're supposed to know everything. Pretty much a Google. Yeah, he's pretty much Google. Search engine that's just programmed yeah. by someone, right? And you have to be like super specific or yeah. else he'll just throw take you the wrong money. way. Oh, yeah, and take your money. Too. Yeah, take your money. So, yeah, they go meet him, like you said. And, yeah. Um, they ask him some questions, right? About like if it's real, if there's a mm-hmm. blue fairy and um, yeah. you can mix different categories, categories right? Yeah. So eventually they, they do stumble upon like some kind of clue that tells them like there's a, a blue fairy in like a, a place filled with water, mm. which is Manhattan. Um, and it's that's not like a dystopia has been destroyed, like, oh, it's been over flooded. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so at yeah. this point, uh, yeah, David actually kind of feels like he can he's going to find the blue fairy, the blue fairy. But then um, Gigolo Joe kind of this is like the point where he kind of sees it's probably not real and he kind of speaks very honestly to david and he's like robots and humans once you are used up once you are old you're going to get replaced and he talks about like the the moral dilemma of humans and robots like they'll never get together cuz robots get built too quickly and they'll outlast all the humans um but david kind of just puts it all aside because he's just focused on his one desire that is to f- to be a real boy, boy and get his mother's love and um, I mean, we're already spoiling a lot of things. So, but mm-hmm. spoiler plot is that the Doctor knows what you programmed to pretty much lead David to Manhattan, right? Yep. And apparently, side note, um, Doctor No, who is played by Robin Williams, yeah, he actually made that um, statement. Or how how would you say? It? The you know he's Doctor Who, but he just. Um, Says the words. What did they say again? When you like a voice actor, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, did all the different while. voices in the mimicking so yeah, and he, stuff. Apparently, he did that a while ago. He did that for Kubrick, like way, way back Whoa. before even the movie was made. Yeah, because Kubrick yeah. came to him like, "Hey, we want you to do this," and he didn't even know that. And foreshadowing, he then did the movie that came out in 1999, the. Blenders man or something where he's a robot he, robot trying oh, to be yeah, a human. Yeah, yeah. Bicentennial man. <laughs> yeah, bicentennial man. <laughs> the blender man, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so after that, David is still steadfast and and Gigolo Joe, um, still in debt to David, is like, Yeah, okay, we'll we'll I'll take you as far as we can go. And they end up uh hijacking a helicopter and pretty much heading to Manhattan, where they do enter um, the place where David was created, and David kind of has this uh, kind of event where he sees himself, and he kind of destroys a version of himself. Yeah, himself. Um, because he feels like 
He's the other one. He's I'm the, the real boy. I'm the other person. Yeah. Pretty much trying to tantrum. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's a whole thing where like he's kind of like. Uh, Just one of many. Yeah. And he has his own identity too. And he feels like once someone else replaces him, he's going to be forgotten right yeah. so it's just like the flesh fair kind of thing like humans being afraid of robots replacing them yeah david was afraid of another robot replacing him so he destroys it yeah so it's pretty uh like robots can feel the same way as yeah i humans. mean i think that's why um david was special and i think the professor comes in and it's like yeah you are different like you actually dream like you actually tried your best to be a human but yeah i think he's contradicting his own code you, you had coded something to to love something unconditionally and if you if i told you you have to love me unconditionally and i told you the way for you to love me unconditionally for you to be a real boy mm-hmm. a robot would do that like even though he knows that it's not real would just although maybe it's also coded that you're, you're not real yeah so for so for the whole ro- for the robot to break his own code to yeah. still go and i think that's what the professor says like david you're like acting out of outside of your programming and that's like the very unique thing about him. He mm. was like the first one that had the emotions and the desire. Um, there's like this, just like the idea of like having both knowledge and willpower to kind yeah. of just do the things um, that you know about. So David meets his creator and he finds out that like, yeah, I'm I'm unique in a sense, but they're building more of me. More of me. And then when the professor leaves and is going to go bring in the rest of the creators and the, the the people that you see earlier on in the film um david stumbles into like the manufacturing area where he sees just dozens upon dozens of like versions of himself and he even sees like a female version in a box and a male version and the boxes move so pretty much the i think he's a better test or alpha test to see what happens and they're just going to produce more davids and probably yeah. the female versions too so then he gets uh he gets to a point where he just um he just finds life meaningless he's just yeah. like kind of loses all hope and he ends up committing suicide off the top of this manhattan building yeah so he throws himself into the yeah um water or ocean at that point i'll say it's an ocean yeah which is an amazing like set piece too it's just like especially when you see gigolo joe in the helicopter and you see um and dude it's yeah and he falls from the sky and you see he kind of reflects in the glass as like a tear in gigolo joe's eyes really yeah so if you watch the scene again it's like oh you see him falling and there's like a reflection and it's like and this is another cool historical thing like because I don't think this movie they couldn't have done that after 2000 and yep. after September 11, right? Like yep. That's just very yeah, spooky yeah, it was spooky that they so yeah, isn't that because the two twin tower like already so so he like and he falls off at like the man like the people jumping off the, yeah so it's Yo. very and that's another thing where a lot of films can't be like that it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have flown even the film they probably but, caught that scene yeah it's i extreme. mean and that scene that the caught was we, you know kubrick i mean if you watch um clockwork orange like he, <laughs> that whole scene with the penis place and uh, yeah, yeah, pg-13 yeah. but penis so <laughs> in what do you call that city again the sex city rouge city yeah rouge city apparently they were like that there was like they're supposed to be over, more yeah, yeah. derogatory but like they had to like take it off because yeah. they wanted to make the movie pg-13 yeah, yeah, yeah. watch but i think if they really let him be i think that movie that movie would probably not be greater yeah like, that's where if, if if the director was kubrick he might have went yeah he would have gone left spielberg <laughs> at least yeah, spielberg, spielberg knows that he has like the audience and you yeah. have to do certain things to have a film yeah. be seen by more people, more people yeah. which is just as important sometimes yeah. like he's a genius oh yeah so yeah 
he falls into the water yeah. or ocean at that point, and then he gets a glimpse of something. Well, some fantastical stuff happens. He falls in the water and like fish kind of fish guide like, him to a Coney Island exhibition yeah. of Pinocchio. Yeah, the things that with that I didn't find I like it's fascinating, but I thought like the robots would like the fish usually would do that because they're they're also mechanic, they're not real fishes. Oh shoot. Yeah, Wait. you didn't notice them they're, they're robot fishes. Like. Oh <laughs> shoot. So I thought they were just using like that magnetic field thing yeah, to, yeah, take to help him. Yeah. Damn sure. To just put him somewhere, like just carrying him along with yeah, the current because yeah. they're all robots. But yeah, they're they're not fishes, they're not real fishes. Everything is dead there. Actually. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was like, <laughs> dude, I was so caught up in, at that point. I was <laughs> like, like dude. yeah, it, it's so fascinating though. It's yeah. like it's pretty much a fairy tale at that point. Yeah, yeah. And David, yeah, dude, he committed like that was that was dark when he just like was on the ledge. And falls yeah, over. I was like, it's like I've given up on everything. Yeah. So he sees the I blue can't fairy. Meet my mom anymore. <laughs> I know. So he sees the blue fairy. That's like what we're getting at. He, yeah. he glimpses the blue fairy, but then it's as he's drowning and like losing consciousness, he's saved and pulled out by Gigolo Joe in the helicopter. Yeah. And at this point, it's um, a really kind of pivotal scene where Gigolo Joe uh, saves David, but then Gigolo Joe is caught yeah. through some magnetic field Filled thing. In. And he kind of uh, has his last kind of say in life. And it's... That was sad. That was sad, bro. And he says, the, yo, remember me? Tell me, talk about me like with your women friends. <laughs> and he, and he, hits her, he hits him with the, I am... And yeah, I was. And I was. So what like, does that mean? Can you I, explain? Yeah, I feel like that was... It shows that like robots have like a self... Like a sense awareness. of identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like, yo, I am Jigolo Joe. And I was. So I, I, I existed, wow. right? Like, Yeah, you, no matter what, even if they destroy me. And I think that's where memories are so important in wow. the passage of time. And even evolution, just to know where we come from. <sighs> um, and Jigolo... Yeah, that was so that sad. Jigolo <laughs> Joe, man. And like... It's funny, earlier on when he does like the dance stuff and uh, well, yeah. he was like, why do you do that? Do do that? And he says, it's because it's me, right? It's like, it's, it's who I am. Like this is, wow. so he is like robots can be different. And Gigolo Joe and, and, and David have like this really deep connection. Like yeah. kind of, Gigolo Joe saved David from losing hope way earlier in the film. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah. think just to, just to pause a little bit as well in everything the movie, mm -hmm. I think the actors like, oh my gosh, Halle Joel. Haley Joel Osmond. We'll go get to him. Yeah. But Jude, Jude Law. Dude. Like, he he's... I don't know. Is he respected a lot? Dude, yeah. Jude Law is respected now, okay. for sure, yeah. He's so great. Like, you do feel like he's a... Like, he, he's different. Yeah, he's very different. Uh, I felt like, yeah, that's Robert. Or, yeah. like, a sex robot. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he's The so, makeup, too, was great. Like, oh, yeah. And some Spielberg always effects. gets good special effects. Yeah. Him, like, he, he, he gets top tier. When I don't he know changes who's... the hair and stuff, yeah. I'm like, dude, this is pretty crazy. Yeah. And um, that, that movie looks better than a lot of movies that are made now, even. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, hands I, down. I know we have better technology, but that movie looks better than most movies I've seen. Dude, yeah. and But, yeah, Jude Law was fantastic. Uh, just, right. I remember I read something where Kubrick couldn't make the movie earlier because he also thought like he needed CGI or something because humans mm. he didn't think humans could act could as robots wow I didn't know that and then you have Haley Joel Osment kind of kill it <laughs> being creepy robot and, yo and he okay we'll get to yeah, yeah we'll go on but but yeah you're, you're trying you're trying to wrap up the idea because we're almost close to the end right? yeah. so then he um, escapes right because yeah. Jude, Jude Law pretty much Jigolo Joe saves his <laughs> life sorry. yeah and submerges him submerges in him into the um, ocean and then he goes to look for the blue yeah fairy. so the 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 
the submarine contraption thing yeah. takes them down into Helicopter the ocean pad yeah submarine it's the future role. right so everything yeah. works <laughs> um takes them to and they see the blue fairy which is just like a coney island statue of a blue fairy yeah and pretty much an amusement park yeah like ponycule amusement park yeah and then uh something kind of ends up they moved a few things and and a ferris wheel falls on top of them mm-hmm. and traps them alone with this statue of a blue fairy and it's only teddy and him and him and he just keeps wishing to be a boy to be a real boy so i searched this up yeah the time where david was was two, 2142 yeah and okay as we said like david was wishing to be a real please make me a real boy please make me a real boy yeah and he just stays there forever and ever until and like, like yeah he freezes up on two four thousand one hundred forty-two, and all those numbers are the same. Same two one four two two one four one four two, mm-hmm. and it's crazy that he kept on wishing to be until he froze. He got yeah. frozen, and by that time, all humans have died, and yeah, yeah, yeah. now there were there's, aliens. There's an ice age, and um, I'm pretty sure they weren't technically aliens. I guess they're just like super mecha versions. They're like super robots. Oh, you think they're super robots? Yeah, I, I watched. Like, no, nah, dude, I, I watched an interview with uh, Steven Spielberg, and he, he said talked, they're like super robots. They're that like were made. Yeah, advanced. they're like they're like the evolution of like David. Like they're the super robots that kept evolving. So they're like. Oh, so they got so to what? Jiggle, sorry for cutting. So what Jiggle just said was true. It yeah. eventually came forward where the humans passed, but yeah. the human robots were made so much that they could probably make themselves and yeah. advance themselves. And they got to a point where they didn't need to look like humans anymore. So that's why they're like oh. just those no kind skin, of nothing. Like, uh, and I think they went said something like they went from like carbon beings to like silicon beings was, wow. was keep. I mean, Spielberg was talking about. So that's why, and it's it's very like uh, up and like you can. You can say they look like aliens, right? I mean, they did look. I mean, skinny, yeah. tall, no yeah. need for muscles or anything. Yeah, Everything's so intellectual and everyone's connected, right? Yeah, but they get to become super mecha versions of, like, robots. And they're just constantly on a search for um, their own kind of meaning. And it's yeah. like an endless search. It's like yeah, pretty the much. same as uh, humans trying to find meaning in their lives. These robots evolved. 2,000 years into the yeah. future. So they wanted to see what, how humans were. Yeah. And the only thing they could and the end up finding David. David. <laughs> and, and he's pretty much special now again. Yeah. Right? He's, he's, he's the one of one. Like no one has memories. Has memories of how humans were really like. Yeah. Although they did say they could bring humans back, but they only last for like a day. And yeah. at that point, they can't even get much information because yeah. once they realize what's happening, they just die. Yeah. So David is very special and they want to kind of preserve yeah. David make him happy and yeah. yeah but uh yeah david's biggest dream is to just be loved by his parents um so they come to him and like they create his own home and everything and they say like oh i can't we can't create your parents because we don't have any physical um <laughs> physical uh Sample, dna yeah, yeah of, or of dna them. or something yeah. and then teddy <laughs> brings out the, the, hair, where the he, hair that he, he cut, cut earlier in the film. yeah and uh he explains like you said that uh if we bring her back um, she can only last for a day and David's like, that's, that's all I want. Yeah. And so they, they run like a, a simulation kind of thing where they show, they bring her back for a day. She wakes up and David kind of gets to do all the things he always wanted to do with uh, his mom. Like he makes some, her coffee. Yeah. Make it the way you like it. They have a little uh, birthday party. Um, uh, they play hide and seek. Yeah. Um, pretty sad. Yeah, so this is, so 
we were talking about this before, like the ending, a lot of people kind of don't enjoy the ending because they find it somewhat sentimental. Yeah, sentimental. In that David ends up having the perfect day. Like the Pretty thing that one. he finds, like that's the meaning of his life is just to uh, have a great, like just to be loved. And ends up in the end, he he goes to sleep with the the mother and he closes his eyes. And that's, I'm pretty sure that's the first only time he closes his eyes in the whole film. Really? So yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because he's never, a robot. Yeah, yeah a robot. so dude, Haley Joel Osment, right? Pretty. <laughs> so he ends up closing his eyes and kind of deactivating himself. Yeah. And um, it's I crazy because I have a quote. Yeah, I think yeah. he did say, "I love you," and I, or maybe the mom says, "I love." Yes, it's when the mom says, "I love you," and I've always loved you. Yeah. I think that's when he felt accomplished because he was about yeah. to die and. He feels like I've fulfilled it. Like my mission has been mm-hmm. done. I've finally gotten the love that yeah. I my mom and there's such me. and it's it's kind of eerie too because they have that scene where they 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 pan up and you see all the the super mecha people yeah, looking down looking and watching down, just watching them and uh, it's kind of sad because it's just like those those robots wanted to keep David alive too. They wanted to have him around mm. and stuff. But David's oh, you, wish. Do you was think the, he was destroyed? Like he de- he actually did deactivate himself. Yeah, after pretty, that? that's what I feel. Yeah, because like he closed his eyes. Because he would never yeah, close then, his like eyes, right? Right, too. Yeah. So I think he would never close his eyes unless he's just gone. Oh man. So oh, I think good. I actually didn't pick that up. Yeah. So that's why I'm pretty. That's and what Teddy's I. Teddy's just up there. Yeah, and Teddy's just there. An angel yeah. always there. And uh, I think a lot of people found it s- sentimental because yeah. David so supposedly. Yeah, because you got like the the great the, ending. The ending, but it's actually I found it super sad because I felt like it wasn't. I I didn't think it was his real mother. It was never. I mean, yeah. it, they said it was though. Like, yeah, they, they do said, bring them back, and yeah. they do have some of the memories. Mm-hmm. But you can't just you can't simulate a human being that's yeah. gone, and uh, so it's just he he just gets everything simulated that he ever wanted, which is kind of sad because mm-hmm. it's not like a real. Um, it's not a real human. It's not like a real connection. Mm. But he's he's happy with that. Mm. So I don't I don't know. I I didn't. I found it very just uh, eerie kind of. But that, I think I was researching on it, and people said the reason why they also hated it because they feel Kubrick couldn't have done that at the end. That that's the Stillberg thing to add the last. They pretty much just said the last twenty minutes of the movie yeah. was Stillberg trying to bring everything because that's how he does his movie. Like, yeah, that's a big good ending and. You feel happy at the end. Yeah. And, and I did feel good. Like, I felt the whole movie came together. It did, yeah. If it went the other way, yes, I won't mind. But, like, it does give you a good feeling that, okay, yeah, this robot slash kid definitely got what he what he wanted. Yeah, and he worked so hard to get he worked it. worked so hard. You know, and, and that's what humans should be. Like, I, I have a quote here. I do believe, like, like it, what I got out of the movie, right, was that, like, dreams do come true, you know? Yeah. It's not, it's not how you might envision it or how you wanted to plan out mm-hmm. but if you really walk towards what you want and yeah. believe in it and that's what you wholeheartedly wholeheartedly want yeah wholeheartedly want it, it can come true it might not be the way you plan but it will come true yeah just keep persevering man yeah i think that's the thing where they say like dreams never fade away but people just stop chasing them yes oh my god give me that <laughs> you know and it's that's so true right like the only thing that's gonna stop a dream from happening you, and man. I think the pursuit of a dream is just as important yeah because that's where David got to kind of become a human right through Gigolo Joe and all those yeah. guys yeah. That, that actually hits a nerve you know because I'm going to share a little story about myself because I did want to be yeah. a web developer there's a period where I really want and I learned a lot and I don't regret the experience I got because mm-hmm. 
it kind of plays a part into my life eventually. Yeah. But I stopped chasing that dream and and I wonder some days what my life would have been if I kept doing that, you know? Yeah. Was and sometimes I question myself, is that I wasn't smart enough or good enough? Is that a fire alarm? I don't know. Well, sorry, I apologize for that. <laughs> um maybe we try and cut that out. But we're yeah. almost done anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we just go with it. But yeah, I really yeah. So if you whatever dreams you have, just chase them, man. Like even yeah. what we're doing, I believe, is a dream too. You know. Yeah. Although we have to keep persevering and keep pushing. You know? Yeah, I think that goes hand in hand with just like, uh, yeah, there's like a, a concept of like once you get older, like you're not like uh, things won't happen for you as much. But I really mm. like, like, like youth just blooms eternally. It depends on like how you feel about things, right? And uh, like us doing this podcast, I yeah. feel like it, it makes it's like super exciting and yeah. super fun. And I don't think I would have done this if I had made different decisions in my life. Yeah. And I'm super glad to <laughs> be here with Abdul. Yeah. And um, to do these things, it's just it's so crazy. Like if we didn't meet each other and oh my god, like even when we met each other, did you even think this was what's gonna come out? No, nah, it was probably just hey, two friends just chilling. We'd, yeah. Like life is funny, you know. I, know. And I, I can't wait to see what, what we, future holds for us, dude. I still, I still remember the first time I met you. What? Yeah, what you I can't remember. Yeah, you remember, remember me so bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, how? Remember I just said like, "Hey, man, you have like a good vibe." No yeah, way. I said, that was like the first <laughs> thing I said to you, and I was like new. I was like, I wasn't in the city yet, so I was like meeting all these people, and I was just like, "Dude, you have a good vibe." And then, I think, yeah, and you're like, "Dude, thanks." And I, I just remember that vividly, and it was just like. And then we just became fast friends <laughs> after that. And I was like, oh if I hadn't said that, me. if I hadn't said that, maybe we wouldn't have been as good for I actually can't remember that. My dude, for real? So bad, yeah. Dude, I remember that clearly. <laughs> so I just remember like like being around you and I was like, dude, this guy's got a really good vibe. Wow. And I just like, I was like, and I'll, wow. that's another thing that I do these days. It's like, it's this uh, idea like, see it and say it. So if wow. you see something, dude, say it. Yeah. And it's like not worth like keeping it to yourself. Oh. Dude, it's so crazy that you say that. I was watching an interview of Pharrell because oh, yeah? he dropped a new Human Race shoes, and oh. he's this the person. Who, I mean, you know I watched Twitter. Yeah, someone yeah. was pretty much commenting. Yeah, and this person said the same thing. Like Pharrell is like that when he feels like you're doing something great. Yeah, and in the, in the interview he did the same thing. It's like you are really amazing. Like yeah. what you're doing, you. And he said it at that moment, and it doesn't take anything away from you. But yeah, you're acknowledging doesn't. what the person yeah. is presenting to you, you're giving off the same energy. Yeah. Right? So that's so ironic that you bring that up. Wow. Dude, man. That, Crazy. That, that, I watched that yesterday and you're saying that now. Dude, I, I really <laughs> believe that. Like, I think there's so many times where you see something and you just let it slide by. Mm. And then you never, you, like, there's, it's just like, that's a thing that can connect you with another person really deeply. Like, if you just say something, like, when you see it, say it, you know? Yeah. And no, if you I see, agree with yeah, you. Yeah, man. I think that's uh, another, okay. and it's like the film too, man. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know if, um, David, like if he didn't, if he didn't meet Gigolo Joe and like attach yeah. himself, like there's so, like he pretty much held his hand. That's the reason why the male was because yeah. he held his hand. Yeah. And he wanted to let him go. I, I still don't get that part, but yeah, he just decided to like, don't let me go. Don't let him take me. You yeah. Know? And look at the connection they have. Yeah. I, th I think now we should, we should sideways, we should segment to <laughs> yeah. um, Harley Joe. Yeah. Osman. Oh man. I think. All time, like I'm saying this, all time greatest kid actor, child actor, whatever. I know there's some amazing child actors nowadays, but I don't think anyone has met me felt like he's, like what he did in that movie. That and is this sense, 
What the other movie that he did with the... Uh... Dude, he was everywhere in like a, a period of time. Yeah, sorry, let me get that Dude, up yeah. really. But you can compliment him as I try and such... Dude, yeah. Like, and the Sixth is, Sense. Sorry, yeah. my apologies. Yeah. And this is like, he was really good in that too. And these are like deep, like tough yes, movies. Like tough th- movies. These aren't like a superhero movie where he's jumping around like in a CGI costume. He's just straight up like performing as a robot as like a little kid. And and some of the scenes some are of the scenes, man, man, when, when he like, cries, when he's being serious, when he's trying to be creepy. Yeah. Like, God. Some of those scenes in the lighting is great when he peeks over, when they have the cut of him just peeking over the table and just like looking at his mom. Yeah. I'm just like, it's like, <laughs> how bo- can a kid do that? Yeah. Oh, how man. can a kid do that? Yeah, man. So he's, he was phenomenal. He really carried this film too. No, like, he did. He did. Oh, oh I'm trying, I'm pretty picky on things. I tried to notice a lot of things, but. It just clicked to me the scene where they unfreeze him where he's in the helicopter. Yeah. That was so bad. Come on, Steven. You could have done better. <laughs> they only freeze his face or they try and make his face and his whole clothes are like good and yeah. not even wet or anything. I'm like, come on, man. But he yeah, but I like the acting in that. Cause when he got out, he kind of like like he wasn't, out. no, he wasn't great in that, no, in my no. opinion. I thought he was decent. Like I, I thought he would have like, He could have done that better in my he, opinion. Maybe, but I I enjoyed it because like it's like that yeah. idea, like he's still a robot, but he kind of like stepped out in like broken up kind of i mean he does yeah maybe i think maybe the thing i'm just picking on is just the idea of the clothes like come on man yeah How can you every his face is frozen like the makeup people why didn't you think about you know just make it a bit wet or put some ice stuff but his clothes were like brand new and no they're they're crispy dude avatar man he came out of that iceberg and he's just like but he's yeah good. but yeah he's amazing i think he deserves all his spread um praises i think now he's trying to get back into the movie industry he's doing uh, well here and there but obviously i don't think he can top what he did as a kid yeah this and this Definitely film is amazing. extremely underrated more people should check this out i, I told my roommate <laughs> i was like you have to watch this i have to ask him if you watch this i yeah. think it's really underrated a lot of people yeah. don't know about it but i think it's just the, you feel good man i felt really good yeah and you can dig into it too it's a real like yeah and it's I think it's just because Spielberg's like filmography is so great, and he's got such big movies that mm. the lower ones don't yeah, get. Yeah, always pushed down a little bit. Yeah, I think we have to join the movie from Steven. Oh, dude! I think he, I know that's enough. Yeah. I've you know I've seen clips of E.T. Maybe I watched as a kid. Oh, bro! But I think we have to do dude. that because I can't remember me watching it. So maybe we should watch. And another quick review thing, that dude about Spielberg is like. Dude, he's got such a way with the camera movements and like the lighting yeah. that you, it's like. Some things are cheesy though. I won't dude, lie to you. Some but I think he, he knows it's cheesy. And like, you know, how, <laughs> like, you, know, you, know you know in music when they have like a guitarist and they say like, um, he, he's hitting the same notes, but they, they feel different because yeah. it's his, the tone is in his hands. Yeah. Dude, there's like something about the movement and like uh, the cinematography of Spielberg's eyes that are just like, especially in that early part of the movie. Mm. I like already knew like this is Spielberg, man. Like it's, <laughs> it's just like so, so comforting. Like the movement yeah, of the cameras, yeah. And like if you watch Jurassic Park or all those ET and stuff, the movement and everything like that is just so comforting. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. it's Spielberg, man. I'm, I'm I need to watch more of his catalog and his his stuff because after watching this, I. Th- I Man, I love Scorsese, but this guy is close, man. Dude, he's, he's like a I love Scorsese because Scorsese yeah. gives me the other side of it, mm-hmm. and this guy gives me the side where he gets me. Like, yeah. I don't, maybe I have a child in a child in me. I don't dude, know, but dude, <laughs> he gets what, me. That's what I think a lot of people talk about Spielberg is he 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 can reach that like inner child mm. that like uh, I don't think a lot of other directors really do yeah. properly. 
Yeah, and he does. He does for sure. And just he hits a nerve. There. Spielberg's another breed, though. Like they're like same same beast, but different breed. <laughs> different yeah. breed. Yeah, that's how. It, yeah. Oh my no, god. No, I love them. All right, so let's try and wrap things up. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I think again, this is probably the best movie. It is the best movie we've reviewed so far. I and guess so, yeah. Personally, to me, it's probably the best movie I've watched this year. Dude, that's great. I'm so. Yeah. There's more to come. Yeah. Maybe they'll probably sound out beauty, but so far. It's it's the best thing I've watched. Thank you. Bless for recommending it, man. I'm, I'm good. That, was also, that was a recommend. Also, it's yo, congratulations. It's like the twentieth anniversary of the film too. Yeah, no, no joke. It came out twenty picked, years ago. I think you you gave me the movie list and yeah. I picked that you one. You picked it. I, I and you I, didn't even plan. You didn't know it was an anniversary. No, I didn't. I I just found out about it. Jeez. But I checked out like what day. What's what, happening in this world? And yeah, I gave you five movies that I kind of want to <laughs> review, and yeah. you straight up picked this one. <laughs> and I was hyped to see it too. So yeah. like when we, yeah, dude, it was it was great. And it's just like it's such a deep, fun movie that you can talk about for hours. Yeah, yeah. no, I I feel like I can talk about it for hours, <laughs> and I think this this is probably our longest episode oh, too. Oh man, yeah, I don't but know. But it's definitely when um, this might be a two-parter or something. <laughs> yeah. God damn. I mean, we'll cut some parts out. Yeah, I feel yeah, this yeah. is definitely some, especially the end. Probably probably could yeah. cut some part. Um, anyway, that's post-production stuff. <laughs> um, now it's time to read it. I think we always read it out of five. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this <clears throat> as much as I love it so much. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to give it a four, so I'll just give it three point five. It's the best movie I've watched, but I can't give it a four. I think. I, I think maybe that's why I always run away from Steelbrook's movies because I think it's made for the general people, and that's the only reason why I'm dropping the point five. I think there's a lot of deeper meaning, and that maybe this is why I love this movie too is because of Kubrick. Like if this was a solo Kubrick movie, maybe I'll be a bit biased and give it a four. <laughs> I'm being okay, honest. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're good, but yeah. I think Steven kind of tamed a lot of things in this, so that's why I'm giving it a three. Well, three point five. Okay, three point five. Three point okay. five. Yeah, out of five. Yeah. What, you Dang. too? No, dude. I'm giving it. <laughs> I'm giving it a solid four. Solid four. It's and I think, strong four. Too. Yeah, I think it's a. It's a. Yeah, it's a strong four. I think. Um, I, this is. I think it's a movie that people will look back on Steven Spielberg's career. A yeah, lot deeper. And be like, yeah, that was other unique. than like directing wise, of course, like Jurassic Park and all those ones are just phenomenal. Like they're very just perfect kind of type mm -hmm. movies. But if you kind of want to dig deep on like what Steven Spielberg kind of thinks about like all this futuristic stuff and Kubrick's concepts, which are what I think you really like about the movie too. Mm. Um, I think this is like a great movie that people will look back on. And and dude, the, like even the intro with like the climate change and, and yeah, robots and all this stuff. So I was great. like, that I was, was like. Good. Dude, like, I, this is this is like for real. That's that how like, he does dude, movies. Like this one was a bit. That different. narration and yeah, but uh, I'm I'm giving it a four out of five, and uh, yeah, it's probably one. It's probably our, my favorite movie that we've reviewed so far. I dude, I gotta work on my reviews, man. Because I feel like my numbering system is, <laughs> yeah, is kind of weird. Yeah, maybe someday we'll go back and figure yeah, that out and maybe see. We'll just work on it. Yeah. But yeah, as you said, we gave it. I gave it three point five. He gave it a four. Make yep. sure you leave a comment down in the um, YouTube section and just let us know how you felt about the movie. What would you yeah. really as? And let us know what you feel and leave it. Leave a like, subscribe, and um, Yo, yeah. make sure you follow us on Spotify. You want to add anything before? Yeah, cut out? please like, comment, subscribe. We 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 want to talk in, about the movie even more, yeah. and we'd love to hear your opinions. Yeah, and eventually, maybe like as we get more audience, we'd like to like have emails sent in and like, yeah, talk and about how you guys felt about some of the movies we watch and probably debate about it. And yeah, see. and if there's things you like about our podcast, please like mention it so we keep doing it. And mm. if there's things that you think could be different. 
Yo, leave a comment, dude. We're always we're just starting out. And we'd love to hear. Yeah. But uh, check out the check out the Instagram and and the Spotify and the YouTube and um, we're gonna try and and be more active on the social media too. But like, yeah. Well, I think. Thank you. Yeah. AI artificial intelligence. Ooh. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thank Peace. you. And that's it for another episode of the Tabs and Tash podcast. Thank you.